The following is a presentation of Little Zion Baptist Church. Little Zion is located one mile off of US 60 on Highway V between Willow Springs and Mountain View, Missouri. Worship service times are 1045 a.m. and 630 p.m. on Sundays. You may also join us for Sunday school at 945 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 630 p.m. And now your pastor, Robert Medley. If you see a man in sandals, please send him down my way. It might be my master, he's coming back someday. If you see a man in white that's like no one you've seen before, won't you let me know, cause that's the man I'm looking for. And if you can remember, ask him what's his name. And if he tells you Jesus, say we're so glad you came. Tell him you know someone that still calls him Lord. Then send him on to me. Cause that's the man I'm looking for <clears throat> If you see a man that shines with a love glow on his face Turn him down my street so he can find my place And if his hands are scarred, oh please don't shut the door just send him on to me cause that's the man i'm looking for and if you can remember ask him what's his name and if he tells you jesus say we're so glad you came tell him you know someone that still calls him lord then send him on to me cause that's the man i'm looking for and if you can remember ask him what's his name and if he tells you jesus say we're so glad you came tell him you know someone that still calls him lord then send him on to me cause that's the man i'm looking for that's the desire of each of us the man we're looking for it's not like of this world as I've said before, there's people don't even know their neighbor. <laughs> and I don't say that in a bad way, but, you know, but that's a man we're looking for. Last week we talked about <clears throat> surrendering. This week I want to talk a little bit about learning to trust. Learning to trust. And when I was growing up, my parents always 
tried to encourage me. And I have, it's kind of like when she, my mother was teaching us nursery rhymes and our mother was teaching us verses in the Bible. But she also, my mom and dad also said, trust is something you earn. You earn trust. And I know that uh, sometimes we may wonder, but learning to trust in God. And I believe this virus pandemic that's going around, I believe there's homes. I'm talking about Christian people. I'm talking about sinners. I believe there's homes that has really, truly learn, is learning the meaning of trust. Letting God be in control of this virus that's going around. You say, why didn't they trust before? I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying that God gets our attention. And, and you say, this is a poor way to get it. I'm not elaborating on that. I'm saying that there is ways. But I am, what I'm trying to tell us this morning, uh, that there is people such as myself and such as you, I believe that our trust in God has grown stronger in the last few months than it was before. You say, Pastor, I disagree. That's your. That's okay, and I. That, I understand what you're. I mean, that may be what you feel, but I feel letting God being in control, taking it out of my hands and giving it to Him is He is in control. I have said many times, and you have prayed the prayer, Lord, not Thy will, but Thine be done, not my will. That is being trusting in God. We look today at people, uh, as I said, we earn trust. We earn, we earn the love of other people. We learn to love other people. I remember uh, when I came here as pastor, I did not know this until then, and I say it with all the love, and I know that she loves me as much as, as, much as she can love anyone. I believe that. Why? Because Christ lives within her life. And I did not know that Gloria thought at one time that I was loud and obnoxious. And boy, I don't say that to embarrass you, but she um, she always helped uh, her mom and dad, her grandma and grandpa, her dad uh, work uh, cleaning the building where we worked. And, and 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 I guess you know I have thought about that, Gloria, since you said that, and I kind of look back at that, and you're probably right. Do what? What did I tell you that I'd have to t preach was her message. <laughs> but I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. But that is the way that she had seen my life. And, and that made me think as I was studying this message, that made me think, and she came to mind, and, and you was at the top of my list when I started my notes, praise God. <laughs> but we, sometimes we are in that situation Little did she know, little did I know that someday I would be her pastor. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. And, and I don't know if she prayed the prayer of faith and the prayer of trust. Lord, help me to trust. Okay. But what I'm saying is that we earn trust. Uh, and I have hopefully in life have, have gained friends and have gained uh, not because of popularity, but have gained friends through trusting, through showing my trust. Uh, mistakes, mistakes are made. I understand that. But when a mistake is made, whenever a mistake, I trust you. I trust the church. I, I, I trust people uh, to a certain extent. I trust people. There is times in life that you can say, well, I don't trust them, you know, but okay. But we trust, and it's because of the love of God that is in our life. We trust them. You earn that trust. 
How many of you have got the first opinion? And I've said this through many messages. I don't know about them, but you learn. They earn your, they learn mine and your trust. How about Jesus Christ when he has sent his son? How about the day that you found him as your personal savior? You learned, and should I say, should I put it? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put it that way. You learned to trust because he forgave you of what you have been doing in life, whether it be um, you're a moral person or whether you were a rascal or whatever you want to use the word because of that. But you trust because he forgave. When I shake your hand, when I see you, you have a smile on your face. And I don't believe it's a put on, but I, I, I believe you trust. We trust in one another. I may say things in life that you kind of wonder about. Kind of, I don't mean to be off color, but I'm just saying that maybe. And, 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 and that is something that just kind of slapped me in the face. Be careful. Not just because I'm a pastor. Not just because I try to minister to, to the church at Little Zion. It's because it's an everyday life. And people look at our everyday life. They don't worry. They say, they go to church on Sunday. That is wonderful. That's great. We need to pray. Praise God, they need to come with us. But they outside see the life we live and we gain their trust through the way we live. Looking on God's side, we trust Him. Why? Because of the promises, because of, I've already said the forgiveness of our sins. Brother Darrell, I love you, but you can't forgive me of my sins. Let's look at verse that I have used many times. I know I have because it's marked in my Bible several times. But we're talking about trust. We're talking about trust in the Lord. I believe each one of you that would tell me something this morning. <laughs> I hope that I have enough knowledge to know when you're kidding and when you're not kidding. But I think each one, and you're allowed to kid because I do the same thing. I know you don't believe that, but I, I, I do the same thing. <laughs> Where was I going with this? But trusting. But let's look at Proverbs. Everyone in here has already turned to there. Three, five, and six. As I've said, this is a familiar scripture for me because there's times, many times in my life that I have to refer. You say, you have to. Yes, I do. Because self, myself, causes more affliction to my body and to my life than what I want to think it does. But it does. <laughs> but let's read that. It says in verse 5, the third chapter of Proverbs says, Trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. He shall direct thy path. He's going to direct me when I trust. Lean not on my understanding. He doesn't expect me to get up of the morning and just go sit and not do anything. 
there is sometimes we have to, we got a routine, we go through things. But what I'm saying, the word says, do not lean on our own understanding. We have problems in life. There's mistakes that's made in life. We make decisions. How many of you don't raise your hand? How many of you have made decisions in your life that you would love to have back? Someone asked me this not long ago. Would you like to go back when you was a teenager? No, but I'd like to have some of the decisions I've made when I was a teenager, even now. I made a tractor trade one time. <laughs> My wife says, that's the dumbest thing that you could have ever done. But being the good husband I am, bit my tongue and I said in my heart and mind yes it was but we do that we make bad decisions and I will probably unless the Lord takes me away uh, I'll probably make some more bad decisions but the great part is trusting in God we look and we think I met a woman yesterday. <laughs> the wife was with me. <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to come out like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm glad she's here this morning because if she wasn't here, you would say, I understand why she's not here today. <laughs> But she was a bubbling type of person, a lady. It was a lady that Vicki was her supervisor during her working time. And she was bubbling. And she, we got on the subject before uh, we left uh, about she trusts God. She loves God. And, and it wasn't, she opened the door and she says that she trusted and she loved God. But she also said, and I don't mean this in a bad way, that she was hurt in a local church that they were, that she were in she was in and she said she hasn't felt comfortable since because she had quit going to church anywhere what do you think after she found out that I was a pastor or I love the Lord and Vicki loved the Lord and we were visiting with her for just a moment and I said you need to be in church <laughs> I said we need to for, try to forget our problems and I said I don't know the situation and it really doesn't matter to me and I don't need to know but please trust in God. We have to trust in God. Bob was in the hospital just a few days ago. He trusted in God. He's with us today. What if he would have been called away? I'm going to have him dead here in just a moment. But what if he was called away? Sorry, Bob, I love you. But what if he had been called away? He still trusted in God. He, he would probably tell us that's a short trip to glory because he has done. Okay, get off of Bob. I mean, he don't want to hear that. But what I'm saying is, do not lean on our own understanding. I like to think that I'm pretty smart. And some people like to think I'm pretty smart aleck, and that's probably right. But what I'm saying is, I, I, let me rephrase that, I don't really think. But there's things in life that I like to encounter. There's things in, in life that challenges me, that I want to see, that I think I think, I think I could do that. I want to put enough trust in myself to think I could do that. Stay with me for just a moment. But then I find out, how oh, you're wrong. But do you know this happens to engineers 
Oh, yeah? They went to school to be perfect. They went to school to draw up plans. They went to school to learn how to be what they are. Our son works for a highway department, and he's in the, he's in the uh, electrical field of that. And of course, every field's got a, I assume, every field has got an engineer. Uh, yeah, every, I, I assume. And I heard him say just the other day, and I've heard Jack Autry say, this, not about the same thing I'm going to say, but I've heard him say, because he's worked with a few of those, and, and I'm not, if you're an engineer, I love you the same, and God bless you for your education. But I've heard him say, use a little bit of common sense, you know? And what I'm, I'm not saying they're stupid, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but they're educated. But the book says, and the plan says, to do it this way. Aren't you glad when we read the Bible, when it says to do it this way, that's a blueprint that we can go by that we don't have to deviate from and we should not deviate from. We should take every word that is written sincerely in our heart and in our life. So Chris being under this engineer does what they suggested in the lighting system uh, uh, in a way, if you drive up to a light, I don't know how many he's over all, but I, I tell you, but if the, if the light don't turn green fast enough for you, call him, I'll give you his number. He's supposed to be able to, pro. I don't know where he's off, where he's off, I know where his office is. But what I'm saying is, uh, uh, that, think about it. Use a little common sense. When God writes something, when the Bible was written, you and I have to learn to read what it says and apply it to our life and give him the praise and glory when he brings us through a trial, when he brings us through a situation in life. And that is trusting in what you have read. I wish that I had have paid more attention when I was going to school. Young people, listen to me. I wished that I would pay more attention in going to school and applied myself a little bit more. I would be a smarter person. <laughs> Why? Because there's things that I have not a clue. There's English that I can't use uh, in the proper manner sometimes. And I don't mean using that in a bad way. I'm just saying you're not supposed to say ain't, can't, won't quit. No, I don't know how much of that you're not supposed to say. I'm saying is, but that has gone. That's one of my decisions that I'd like to have back. That's, those are gone. But I trust in God in my life that he is going to see me through trials. He is going to see me through situations in life that is beyond my control. Lean not unto my own understanding. Serve him. I've been around Jack several times. And I'm going to classify him, Donna may tell you different, but I'm going to classify him as a fabricator. Do you know what that means? I had to look it up. It means make stuff. I mean, know how to do it. Fabricating. I've seen him take stuff that won't work and make it work, you know, but fabricating. But I have also seen him absolutely put it in a trust situation. I'm trusting Correct me if I'm wrong, Jack. I'm trusting that this is going to work. I'm not positive that he told me that if it doesn't, you back up and start over. I, I don't know that he said that for sure. 
But Jack is human, and he will make mistakes. Even though he is, he is sharp, and he, you give him a welding rod and a piece of metal, and he can make a gold out of it. Well, I don't know about that, but anyway. But he's a fabricator. But he put trust in believing what he can do. Now, my wife is not a fabricator. She can look at She said, I want this. And she looked at it on a picture or out of Facebook. She said, I'd like to have one of these. Now, woodworking, I consider I can do stuff. Yes, Scott, light fixtures is not woodworking. But I can do things, and I feel good about it. You bragging on yourself? Sure I am. I feel good about it. If you don't feel good about it, you know, why go to the trouble to do it? Gloria's a good cook. She feels good about what she does. She's probably good at lots of things, but she's a good cook. Chris would tell you that. But what I'm saying is, we, we got to put the trust in ourselves to be able to think what we're doing. You're contradicting yourself, Pastor. You're, you said don't trust, don't lean on our own understanding. Stay with me. But we trust what we're doing. How many of you ladies has tried a new recipe? Some of you men that cook for yourself. How many of you have tried a new recipe in your life, in your, in your situation, in your home, but you're trusting that it's going to come out okay? That's why I told you I quit mixing cornbread or biscuits. Uh, you're trusting that it's going to be okay. Trusting in the Lord. Giving Him all of your attention. He's a jealous God. Some of the things we can is surrendering yourself and all your troubles to God. That's trusting Him. Replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Whew, that hits my house because Vicki will tell you I always think the negative side. Why do I do that? I don't know. I told you this story. It's just a short story, but we had a pastor's wife. Bless her heart. She was a prayer warrior, and she could cook, I mean. But she would tell you something. My niece has got a headache. Or, or, no, I have, got a, I have got a headache this morning. Don't feel good. My niece died with that. How encouraging. Praise God, you know. And I've heard her husband say many, many times, Helen, Think positive. Boy, it's hard to, isn't it? It's hard to think positive whenever the bottom falls out of everything. Linda, was it hard for you to think positive when you fell down and hurt your knee? <laughs> she thought, you know, Lord, why? Maybe. I, she didn't tell me that. But thinking, trusting, trusting God. Okay. Oh, confidence. Confidence in the Word of God. I told you before, when I done a book report, I could not tell you what happened in that book. I just done it because it was a report. <laughs> and I, when I became a Christian, and now for certainly when I am, as your pastor, whenever I became that, I learned, I learned, I trusted God to help me. I, I try not, I don't because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't get on the internet to find a scripture on a Sunday, to find a message on a Sunday morning. I try to do what God lays on my heart. You say, well, he's not doing a very good job. Trust me, <laughs> God, God has helped me. But what I'm saying here, we, we must put our trust in our truth, our, our trust and our love in the Lord Jesus Christ. He loved us. 
It tells us in John 3.16 how much he loved us. It tells us in Proverbs. Lean not on your own understanding. That's a promise. When he was walking up, when Jesus was walking on this earth, did not the people trust him? Did not the people trust him and want to see him? Oh yeah, he had enemies. They, in fact, he went to the cross, but, but he had enemies. But look at Zacharias, short man. But he had heard about Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. He was short in statue. And if you read in the word of God, everywhere that he went, everywhere Jesus went, there was a, there was a, large, a, a large crowd gathered around him, gathered around him and, and, and seeking what he had to say. But Zacchaeus says in the word, this is my word, Zacchaeus said, I can't see him. I'm going to get me some tree climbers and I'm going to climb that sycamore tree. Does any of you know why it was a sycamore? Elsie, do you know why it was a sycamore? Okay. So I don't know that there's a reasoning why it's a sycamore tree that he climbed. Does it make any difference? He could have climbed a hickory tree. I'll assure you, he probably wouldn't want to climb a thorn tree, but he would have climbed a, sic- he climbed a sycamore tree. Was, how many of you kids know that song? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Well, anyway, you know it. But he climbed that tree. Why? Because he trusted. He knew that there was something to Jesus Christ. He knew there was something there that he wanted to see. And he did. But when Jesus come by, he also knew. He looked up in that tree. I should, Rick, can you sing that song? Huh? Sings in the choir every day. God bless you. Well, what I'm, do what? How many of you would like to join the choir? Love you, Rick. We're glad you're back. He, was in, he, he wasn't able to be here last week because of that four-letter word, work. Uh, I would rather you not use that in my presence. Uh, okay, get off of that. But what I'm saying is he, he was in that tree, and Jesus came by. He looked up in that tree and said, Zacchaeus, you come down from there. I don't know if he put it in that kind of tone of voice, but he come down because I'm going to your house. Is the song says going to your house for tea? Is that what it is? Or going to your house? Huh? Well, where'd I get tea? Well, I don't know where I got tea. Mom, did you teach me that song that way? Okay. But he said, come down because I'm going to your house today. Is that right? Thank you, Gloria. Going to your house. Zacchaeus had trust in what he was believing because he climbed that tree to see. What about the woman with issue of blood? All she could think about was, and I don't mean it critically, oh, I said the, way, the thing she was thinking about, if only I could touch his garment, I would be made whole. What does that tell me? Trust. She trusted. She believed. She actually knew or felt like she took that verse of scripture that I just got through reading, lean not on thine own understanding. You know the story of the lady that she spent all that she had trying to receive and trying to do better. Then she gave her heart. Then she went and said, if only I could touch the hem of his garment. Only if I could touch his clothing, I'll be made whole. She did. What did Jesus do? 
He turned and said, who touched me? Well, my goodness, Jesus. This crowd we got, and you have the nerve to ask me who touched me. Well, they didn't say it sarcastic, but that's what was said. And he said, I felt the virtue leave my body. The woman got... I, I read that and I can't remember whether she got scared or she was broken up. So she went to him and told him everything. And he said, go, go. In other words, you're healed. But he did not lay hands on her. He did not pray her prayer. She touched the garment and was made whole. Does that not spell trust? Does that not spell love? He loved us. He could have said, well, I'm not putting words in jail. There's no way we can put words in. But he could have said, you spend all you can. You've tried every, you've tried every avenue before you came to me. Why should I be worried about you? Hi. She touched the hem. Or that's the song. She touched his garment and was made whole. God is good. All the time. Put God first in your life. This is just some quotes I found. Put God first in your life, which there are good quotes. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Ooh, that's tough. What I'm saying by that, whenever you're praying and whenever someone calls and gives you a request or someone is needing a touch from God, we may think sometimes, Lord, I'm willing to help you, but Lord, I, I, I can't do it. Would you get somebody else? What did you just do? You didn't put your trust in God, and I'm not, I'm not scolding us, but putting trust in God. He will see us through. He will help us through. You heard Faith's testimony this morning. God brought her through. Why? Because she trusted God. God will bring you through. God will bring me through trials that I am not aware of. God will help me. Rest in God's love. Wow, rest in God's love. Listen, oh, I already said that. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Okay, this was a good one. Trust His control. Trust His control. Another one, ask God for help. Nothing wrong with that. I've told you before. And I hope you're not, you wasn't like I am. I'm getting better. But I, I, I thought that I could do it all. I wouldn't really need help. But there comes a time in life, I'm talking about physical. Well, in spiritual, there's a time in life that we need help, that we need to call on the saints of God. We need the prayer chain moving for in, be, in our behalf or in someone else's behalf that God, that they put confidence in us to call and put confidence in us to get the word to God and pray and ask. Is it this only church can pray and ask God? I didn't say that. I'm saying, but he has asked. We have got a prayer chain, praise God, that continues to pray. I don't believe I've ever attended a church. So blessed that we are here as of the prayer request. Well, many things, but the prayer request. I can never remember reading a bulletin that had a list of prayer requests on it. And that's good. I mean, that's good that we do that. We take that 
sincerely. We take that because we trust in God. But we take it because we pray a prayer. I believe we pray a prayer. Not thy will, but Lord, you see the situation. You see the need in this life. You see the need of what he is doing for you and I. We see, we see, we see the need, Lord, that there is a situation that we need as of now. Scott made a mention in Sunday school about our children. I don't know if he used the word trust, but our children. Our great-granddaughter, how old is Kennedy? Our Christ, uh, no, Kristen, she's the mother. How old is Katie? 18 months. She thinks, and am I glad, that her Paul can do anything. Even from getting in trouble to fixing the TV. She's got a favorite program that she watched. Scott and Amanda, you're going through this, and praise God for that. Gloria, you've just about got it. You don't have to do that to Bethany, I hope. But, but something she was wanting the other day as we were watching her at our house, and she wanted it. And Mama said, Grammy, Grammy said, it won't work. It's broke. She said, Paul. <laughs> oh, did I strut. Grammy can't do it. Only thing Grammy can do for her is when she gets in trouble or cries, Grammy can soothe it. When she falls down, a kiss helps. But she said, Paul. What did Paul do? Leaning on my own understanding, I tried to get her mind off of it. <laughs> is that a bad thing? No. I said, we got, she calls it a buggy. I said, let's go for a buggy ride. Shoes. Well, she's been taught she has to have her shoes on. But what I'm saying is, she thinks that I can do it all. Praise God. I can, I can fix that TV, but it says right on there, you have no connection. She don't understand connection. Yeah, she does. When this hits the back diaper, she understands that. She understands no. But anyway, she trusts me just as People trust one another. Grandparents, praise God. Justice, just hang on, hon. It'll happen to you, praise God. You've got a sweet baby there, and there, she is going to put her trust in you. And then whenever it goes to Grandma, it gets more trust. Don't, grandma and grandpas, don't you like to hear your kids say, we never got by with that when we was growing up. Our granddaughter, I'm the school bus, and I told you about that, but I, I go take her to school and go get her, and we always get a snack afterwards. Oh, that's a must. Not necessarily for her, but I like them too. Well, her mother set me down. She said, Paul, I'm going to tell you something. I thought, oh, my. Grandmother or grandkid talking to a grandpa like that? Hey, I'm the boss. I need to tell you. She said, no more sodas. One soda a week is all she's allowed. Wow. We have to stop at a certain station because I, I, I never ask at the others, but there's only one kind of soda that, that at that station, so says her, is strawberry. But anyway, she says, 
Paul, no more sodas. One a week is all she's going to get. I'm trying to hurry. One a week is all I want her to have. Okay. I caught the little girl out. I didn't, I, I didn't know enough to do that. And I said, Kristen, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans. She didn't take that too well. She said, I'm telling you. She drinks, well, we call it bug juice. I don't want that, you know, I don't know the real name of it. But anyway, she can have that. <laughs> but she put her trust in me to remember not to give her a soda. And boy, that's tough. Grandma, I want that soda. Sorry, can't have it. So Grandma, she fixed the problem. She says, don't stop. Tell her that I'm making homemade ice cream. Her next question was, does she have chocolate to put on it? But what I'm saying is, we put our trust. When we tell our children no, our children may not understand. Our children may not want to hear that word, but they do it with children that is raised in an atmosphere of of discipline, of loving God, of loving mom and dad. They may get mad at you, and they may stomp, and they may cry. I seen Easton come in here the other day. Now, he was in a bad mood, but he, I think he finally got over it. That's okay. It doesn't bother me. You know, it's not my kid. Does Scott, do you need to take him outside? I don't know. That's Scott's kid and Amanda's. I don't know that. But what I am saying is, they may be upset for a moment or two, but they realized and they look back. How many of you look back at, at, at what you're, some of you, I don't know if you can look that far back, but no, I didn't mean that critical. But, some, but look back and, and, and see what your parents has taught you and you really believe that they knew what they was talking about. Isn't that great? I've got another verse of scripture. And this, I did not realize that Nevada would be in church with us this morning. And we count that as a, as a gift from God, a child. We do, we do. But James, the first chapter, the 17th verse, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of life with whom is no virulentness, neither shadow of turning. A gift of God. Trust. We can call it a gift. Trust. We can call it a blessing. Oh, trust. We can call it love. We can call trust. I trust you. And I know you trust me for the... I mean, this Pastor Appreciation Day has, has really, really done great. And I thank you. And I can't say it enough. And I told Vicki last uh, Wednesday night as we went home, there was something put in our vehicle. And... Uh, and I'm not going to do like the preacher said one time that he went to service and he locked his car. And the wife said, please take this with love, trust. The wife says, why are you locking your car? He said, you can just eat so much zucchini. <laughs> you bring all you want to. I do love you and I do thank you for this. God bless you. God knows you. God, God and I, I am honored. The wife is honored to think that you love us, not only to think, to know that you love us and care. You're trusting me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
for every good gift, for every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. We go to the doctor, and the doctor says, you have terminal cancer. You've had a stroke. And I don't know if they ever use this term, your days are numbered. You've got COVID. You're going to die. Pastor, you're talking. Just a moment. But remember where our trust is. It comes from God. We gave him our life. Why can't I trust him? What happened when Paul and Silas were thrown in jail? They trusted. What happened when the fiery furnace? They trusted. What happened with Daniel? He trusted. The trust goes on. The trust goes on. Just trust in God. Aren't you glad that we are able to take these scriptures and remember today, lean not on what I think. Lean not on thy own understanding is what the Word says. But turn it over to Him. Let Him be the one. When we read the Word of God, I don't know how many times you've read it. Maybe you've read it through several times. Wonderful, great. But each time we read the Word of God, that makes our trust move up the ladder just a little bit more. That makes our thinking think. How many times have you turned to that Word that says, For God so loved the world. Who is it? We are in this world. But doesn't that give you the assurance that He loves us? Why can't I trust Him? Church, I love you today, and I, I know that you trust me, and I, I certainly trust you. And, and I want us to be rejoicing in knowing the trust of Jesus Christ. I don't want us to leave here this morning and, and thinking, our pastor was on me because he don't think I trust. I know you trust. I know you trust in the Lord. I believe that with all of my heart. Trusting in the Lord, being that person, being there. Isn't it great to know that we're there for someone to be able to help them to overcome a situation in their life? Not because of who we are, it's because who we know. That He gives us that grace. He gives us that sufficient and takes care of our lives today. Father, we thank You, Lord, for Your blessings of life. Lord, we thank You of that song that we sang congregationally. Trust and obey. And Lord, I want to trust you. And I want to obey you. Lord, sometimes the path may seem, Lord, someone else is more qualified than me. But Lord, I made a promise to you. And I want to, I know your promises is true and you're going to keep those promises. I made a promise to you that I want to be in the center of your will. I want to serve you with the best of my knowledge. And I want to follow your spirit as you lead me. I thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the church. Thank you for the fellowship. Lord, for the showing of the appreciation of the pastor. I thank you, Lord, for every blessing of life that you've given to us. Lord, I'm asking you to bless this church this day. Lord, there's many that's not able to be with us through sickness. Touch their needs. Lord, there's some people today that doesn't attend here that's going through sorrow, the sadness. Touch them. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for 
our people. We thank you, Lord, for just loving us, giving us that assurance that our life, that our life, yeah, we're going to have bruises and bumps, scars, but our life is in your hand because of all of one word. You are in control. In Jesus' name I pray.